0: This is the Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. My name is Hisham Azus, and this is the show where I bring to life the true failures, the true successes and the true learnings from recruiters and recruitment business owners globally. This podcast is now sponsored and supported by Hunted. Hunted is the destination for recruitment careers. You can download the mobile app or visit Hunted.com to step inside the offices of hundreds of the world's best recruitment brands and see what it's actually like to work there. If you did not know, recruitment skills are in high demand and there's never been such a diverse range of opportunities out there for recruiters. On Hunted, you can filter jobs and brands by location, sector and size, as well as nearly 60 different badges that are awarded to businesses based on their features and benefits. You can discover brands who will relocate you overseas, brands that offer flexible working or brands that are a fast growth and with an in-house L&D function. Filter by companies in WeWorks, companies with office dogs or companies that have invested in a mental well-being initiative. You can build an anonymous profile in minutes and spec yourself into brands to learn more. Or you can let businesses approach you with opportunities that match your preferences. And if you want to have a bit more of a human touch, then Hunted's expert talent team are on hand to support you securing your next role. You can follow Hunted on LinkedIn to ensure you never miss out on the industry's best content and objective advice, connecting you with the opportunity and helping you make the most of your recruitment career. This week, I'm joined by James Dean, who heads up the IP division for Hamilton Barnes. Now, James had a real tough start in recruitment. And when I say uh, tough, you are going to understand what I mean. I mean, he has beat me when it comes to um, outperforming me in my first 12 months. And um, yeah, you'll see how long it took him to make his first placement. Um, James has now been uh, working in the recruitment industry for six plus years. And I personally think he has an amazing mindset and approach to recruitment as he has continued to increase his performance year after year. A lot of people reach out and ask me to really dive into the tactics of building a desk from scratch. And this is exactly what James has successfully done at Hamilton Barnes. So I'm really excited to go into the real deep tactics of how James has done that. Um, so I think you're gonna get a lot of value from out of this episode. And he recently achieved the top biller award at Hamilton Barnes, and we really break down how he achieved that top bidder award. I'm really excited for you all to listen to this one. Enjoy. Welcome to the Recruitment Roller Coaster podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz and today I am joined by James Dean, who is the head of the ISP team uh, within Hamilton Barnes. Nailed that. <laughs> I was just worried if I was going to muck up the words there. But um, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm joined by James Dean tonight. Uh, thank you for coming in, James. Thanks for having me. It's been, uh, um, it's been a long time a coming. It has been, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so if, if you don't know, James actually works for, um, as I said, Hamilton Barnes. And I've already um, done uh, an episode with George Barnes. And um, I think I'll pull it out there straight away. But when we spoke and when I did the, the episode with um, George, he said that, um, him and James were neck and neck <laughs> on uh, who was going to be the uh, top biller for them last year. James is going to inform us how that how that planned out. Um, but yeah, James, look, you know where I always always like to start. How um how did you uh, enter
1: the world of uh,
0: recruitment, mate?
2: Um, so like most people, I didn't grow up and want to become a recruiter. Yeah, I, I didn't go to school and be like oh, one day I'm going to become a headhunter. <laughs> um But I did always want to work in the city. I was like okay. one thing I had like a clear plan. Me and my mate Jake Smith, we used to say to everyone who wanted to do I don't know accountants or mechanical engineering. Yeah. We just wanted to work in the city. We didn't yeah. know what that was. We just wanted to work out there because we yeah. heard there was money. And where are you from? Um, where are you from? Both from Essex. Okay. So I went to school in um, a yeah. small town in Essex. So as of the age of like. 13 14 just wanted to work in an office. Yeah. I heard sales people got paid good money, And yeah. um, then fast forward after college, I got a sales job. Um, that was just doing like media sales, really. Pretty. How did you get in into that? Job. Just um, so one of my mates, Jack, he got a job there, ah, okay. it was a uh, 21 grand a year and it was local, so Decent. I was thinking that's loads of money. <laughs> so I got the job there, I did that for a bit. Um, I had a few other jobs, like I yeah, yeah, yeah. worked at McDonald's for a stint as well. Um, mate, I, d- I had an interview at McDonald's, I didn't get the job. Did you know what? No. Oh, I loved it to be fair because we hired like to Six of, your mates. of my best mates. yeah. Really? So on one shift, it would just be all of us. Yeah, one yeah. of my mates got in there first and he just recruited all of us. Really? Shame they didn't do a referral for, <laughs> um, yeah. So no, yeah, well, I worked at this media place and um, me and my mate Jack, it was a bit of a laugh. And like, yeah. I didn't like it from the start. I was yeah. there a couple of months, but even like the top salesmen were just like it's very cool. unmotivating, very uninspiring. Yeah, yeah. I had this image of salespeople being really cool. And yeah, they, just, yeah. they weren't that at all. So I started looking at recruitment jobs. And I got told that if I went to V Festival that weekend, I was gonna get sacked from the job because I really? hadn't hit my quota. <laughs> it was like it was ridiculous. Like it was selling um, it was like yellow pages, but yeah, specifically yeah. for the motoring industry. Um so so I, I used all to call right. them up and try and do this big sales pitch, like all partial and prim and proper. And mm. apparently I was just too sousy I was really? too like I was too articulate. I was just like all the guys that were doing well was really like slouching in their chair, oh you want right, mate, yeah, I've got this uh, got this job in recruitment, mode. <laughs> uh, got this media space for you. Da, da, da. So anyway, no, I wanted to leave. I didn't really like it. So I was told if I didn't go back in on the Friday, that's it. I could kiss my job goodbye. Yeah. So I um, started looking at other jobs. There was mm-hmm. a guy that I know, um, Lee Clark, his name is. He, he's a few years older than me. He's one of my sister's mates. Um, okay. Good friend of like, all of his family. He's got a brother my age as well. And uh, he worked in recruitment and he was quite successful. That was the dream. So I didn't actually speak to him about it. Did I you just not? asked people. You just knew, it. They it? said he worked in recruitment. I f- thought he was a bit of a baller at the time. Really? And I, re- I looked up to him and said, he's quite a cool guy. Oh, um, fair enough, fair hope, enough. Hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, yeah, I just applied like mad, started applying for recruitment jobs. Really? Um, went back from my lunch break, I had two missed calls. One was from a guy called Sean. Mm. Um, the other one was a lady called Cara. And uh, I called the guy back first and he goes, oh, uh, do you know anything about recruitment? Like, Nothing. <laughs> to know you can earn loads of money. And he, uh, he was a wreck to wreck. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I uh, oh, said, so this is what it is. From start to finish, told me everything. So like, okay, great. And he was going to get me loads of job opportunities. He was getting me loads of interviews. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard back from him still to this day. Sean. The irony. Sean, Sean you missed out, mate. <laughs> Sean, mate, you missed out on the juicy little fee there. Yeah, and then uh, I called Cara back. And uh, her name's Cara Hart. Yeah. She was the internal recruiter for a company called Jam Recruitment at oh, the time. Okay. And uh, she called me back. I, I called her back from the missed call. And uh, you know, she know, missed your call. She goes, oh, what do you know about recruitment? Oh, here we go. What do I know about <laughs> recruitment? What do <laughs> I not up, know? <laughs> Cheers, Sean. See,
0: that's how Sean helped you out, mate. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it gets
2: an even better the story. So I went in for the interview, did this big panel in, in, interview with um, Jam. And uh, I, I thought, I'm never going to get a the job. There was all these guys in there that were like 25. So when you say panel, what do you mean, like? Like an assessment centre conference. Oh, right. assessment centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had all the, the senior bosses, the big yeah. contros. She's had the line present, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. And out. I just thought it, I just did loads of research on the company. So any chance I got, I would just go, oh, I know this about the company. Like, yeah, oh yeah, a bit yeah. like this. Oh, you've put this online. Yeah. To so a point I was probably a bit annoying. Um yeah. and then I got taken through to the next next stage of interviews. Mm-hmm. And it was only me and a handful of guys left. And me and this chap, Ollie, we've gone really, really well, and we had to sell ourselves back to sell the other person, sorry, back to the group. Really? So he was jokes. Like, we really in front of everyone. Guy. Yeah, yeah. And obviously I'm like, oh, I'm in this suit that I bought from Asda. These guys were like, traveled the world. They're all like, oh, I went to this university. I'm like, I'm never going to get a job. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I had real bad acne at this point as well. So really? I'm a spotty 19-year-old <laughs> with a cheap suit from Asda. And uh, me and Ollie just hit off. We were like, pissing around, laughing, yeah, and joking. Yeah. I was like, this isn't going to work. But I just pitched him. He pitched me. He had a really funny story because he used to work at festivals yeah. doing... Um, uh, like PR in. Yeah, yeah. and then I, I used to. Uh, and I found out that I was getting called back in. And I was like, I oh, can't. I'm going to a festival. Oh tomorrow. no! And then they were. Oh, I was come back in Tuesday, so I turned up thinking, Oh God, I've missed the interview. They're going to have a go at me. I walked in, and Nick was, Oh, how was how was the festival then? Was it good? So I was asking all these questions about the festival. And actually, like he actually cared about getting us. to know you. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, What's going on here? Like this yeah. isn't what work's meant to be like. Yeah. And uh, and then i done a, I'd done a role play with George. Yeah. And this other guy, George Barnes, who yeah. Nick and George now own Hamilton Barnes. by the yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. Li- listening um, who don't know. And uh, a guy called Rich, and they just hammered me, and I was a mess. i was shaking with the, sh- the pitch. Really, but what hammered you p- how
0: like just like like proper putting you on the spot and that.
2: So about pitching a candidate. They told oh. me what the pitch was, and then they told me the scenario. So Nick was on holiday, yeah. and George was going to do the, could do the interviews if, yeah. if I asked. So I called up pitching this candidate to Nick, and Nick's like, "Ah, no, I'm not. I'm away that day." So I was like, oh, "Okay." Um, I Understand George sometimes does your telephone interviews, so can he like step in? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's really good. To do that. But the problem was, I'm saying it in one, but I'm shaking. I'm like, <laughs> my words aren't coming out, <laughs> but they could see that I was kind of on the ball. And then George just kept hammering me. I remember this, and I've bantering him about it this day. <laughs> kept going, You're not going to do the commute. So I do, I've, I've recently done a worse a commute. He's like, No, you're not going to do it. I've seen people, like how long you. was the commute? Oh, it was like an hour, 20 minutes.
0: Oh, mate, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be worried about that. Really, yeah, definitely.
2: All right. I'd, I'd been doing like a similar commute prior. I'd come into Street and then get the tube. Yeah, 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 He's hammering me, hammering me. I remember leaving like, I don't think I'm going to get the job because of the commute. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they gave me a trial day. It was full on.
0: Oh my God. No,
2: no. You still haven't got the job. Oh, no. At this point, I still haven't got the job. And then I joined and I remember going in like bricking it because this guy George was yeah. a hard time. And then uh, literally from day one, I just fell in love with it. Like, <laughs> mental. Like, really? There's no looking back. like That's mad. Um, I worked at Jam for a year and a half. Um, yeah. Just slightly over, there was like a few things, business changes. Nick left, and that was a big thing for me when Nick yeah, left. Yeah. I didn't really want to be there anymore. Well, we'll, we'll,
0: we'll go into that. So, basically, oh, okay. no, yeah. no, it's fine. So, it's just, mate, that's that's a very interesting story. I love <laughs> the fact how many obviously familiar names there are in there now, considering in your recent role, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I guess, so yeah, just to frame it up then, so you spent a year and a half at Jam, yeah, and then after that, you now work in the role that you do now, which is Hamilton Barnes. No, yeah? no,
2: so I went so when I left Jam, there's yeah. loads of politics, I left there. Um, and then I joined a company called Console Partners. Okay. I don't know if you know that. No. Great company. Um, real eye-opener for me that there was people doing the market that I was recruiting for. And I was okay at Jam. I didn't do a deal for my first year. But then in well, the next up, mate, part, talk about that? I started doing okay. And then uh, and then I left. So I was like, damn it. Yeah. But um, I didn't really have much choice in the matter. I didn't want to be there anymore. I yeah. joined Console Partners and they're an amazing business fairly recently um sold to uh, like an american company they're a re- really cool company but i saw a few people there like there's a guy called coxie there's uh, a guy ryan adams okay. If you know ryan no, he no. owns a company called signify okay. they were billing like
0: oh yeah, yeah sh- i know i've seen that come across them recently yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. so on linkedin they've just grown to yeah. like first yeah like, first yeah um but like ryan another guy sean Schwartz. um they were bidding like obscene figures like yeah. half million pound a year there's yeah. guys doing more than that as well um and there was like not one or two people like five six seven people doing those kind of figures yeah I didn't do that well. <laughs> um, yeah. I, the, the problem was I joined. I thought I was really good at recruitment mm. and I'd only ever build like 180K or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, better than my
0: 24K in year one, mate. Yeah. Well, but you sure. built zero in, in 12 so, yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, mate, you built zero in so 12 it was zero months. So it's zero
2: in 12 months and then oh. I was there for two and a half years, three, not one and a half years and then the next year and a half I did 180K. Okay, I didn't okay. do a single deal. Oh There's mate, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> and then uh, and then the problem was right, so I walked out one day and I was about four months into to console. Yeah. It was going okay, it was quite hard for me because I wasn't as good as what I pitched myself into them yeah, as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so there was a high bar, and they were really they were very strong billers. So I think the problem was from day one, I'd set myself up to foul a little bit, yeah. if I'm honest. Um and then I come out one day, i walked down into the reception and Nick and George are standing there in the same building. What, what are you guys doing here? I knew they were setting up Hamilton Barnes at this point. Uh, oh, we've got an office on the second floor. I was, oh, shit. Because I knew I was going to be joining them eventually one yeah, day. Yeah, Because you, know, yeah. you really got along with them. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked working um, for the guys. So I thought, you know, when, as soon as they set up, I'd, I'd yeah, go yeah, with them. Yeah. I'm like, how am I going to do this? So then the next like, few months, I'm like, I don't want to go there. I need to finish this. I need to, like, you know, I don't want to be a failure here kind of thing. Yeah. And then uh, they've proposed the opportunity to work for them. So I literally had him my notes in straight away, and then for the first six months at Hamilton Barnes, I'd cross all the guys in the lift. And <laughs> oh mate, it was awkward that for is me. dreadful. Like, but I, I used to think, oh my god, they must hate me. But in reality, like, I probably don't really give a shit. That's yeah, the funny yeah. thing about it. But genuinely, mate, I'd be dreading to go in the office. Oh like, mate, I'd go mate, in early just so, so I wouldn't bump mate, into you. You've
0: them. been on an absolute journey. Yeah, and then been. and then so when you join <laughs> Hamilton Barnes, then you've obviously been there. Been for there
2: for what? four four. Four years and seven months. Yeah, so, so that's a, a long enough year Five years. And yeah. you
0: and you build more than zero.
2: Just about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've right, No,
0: mate. That is, that is super interesting. So, <clears throat> let's let's backtrack a bit. Yeah. So I definitely want to talk about uh, the jam experience, like just one or two things around that, and then we can dive into like Hamilton Barnes and these things, right? Yeah. So I guess jam recruitment then, like. How did you not build in that first, those first twelve months? Like, how did that happen? Like, you must have obviously come close quite a few times. Like, what yeah. what went on in those first twelve months, and then how the hell did you get through that?
2: So. Initially, I, I didn't really. Because
0: you said you loved recruitment, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I just. And I, you still loved it at I, that, that point? In the first couple of days, like, I would, I'd work a job for George and I'd get a can on every can. i like, I've got this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's the one. He's yeah, getting yeah, me the job. Yeah, yeah. I'd come in the office every day. I'd get in the office for like seven, half seven. Yeah. I'd leave the office at like 8 pm every day. Really? And I just didn't feel like. I wasn't necessarily doing anything wrong, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just yeah. thought, oh, it's going to happen. And if I look back then, what I did then, I don't even know how I ever did do deals. Like, I'm very really? process-oriented, or I'm sure we'll talk about it now. Yeah. But George was like, very process-driven. Yeah, but back yeah, yeah. then, it was just a free for And really? I don't actually know how we ever did do deals, um, or placements. But yeah, then I, I think, i was really bought into nick like mm. incredibly so i think I, I always wanted to do well by him so yeah, yeah, yeah. i knew that he vouched for me a few times so you really
0: put so i guess in those 12 months you really put in the work ethic so yeah, like that yeah. you really didn't get unnoticed even though you weren't well guys billing. would come
2: in the office and be like uh, more senior guys that were doing better than me and i'd just feel like, i feel bad for you that you're not doing deals like you're working so hard you're so did, not, to,
0: uh, did anyone help? did anyone point out james you're doing this really wrong or whatever like the what? problem
2: was initially so I was, um we used to ownership of candidates. Okay. And uh, Ownership of candidates. Yeah, so like if George had a job, I'd work the job for George and then send candidates to it. You never really know a job when it's not your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're always going to have a competitive edge. And me and George were competing. He wouldn't have got anything for it if I'd placed his jobs. So oh, he'd really? be going out getting jobs and then if I placed it he would lose the full wouldn't fee. Be, it wouldn't be in his interest. So, yeah, That's a bit weird. So naturally he used to place all of them. None of my <laughs> candidates used to get the job. <laughs> um, but I was, just, I was just a busy idiot. I like, was running around like headless chicken all the time doing like three hours down the phone but like nothing. like really? no, no real substance behind it all. And then uh, Nick sat down with me and was like oh you've Let's start doing BD. he Taught me how to do BD, and then was like started to pick up a few clients here and there. But it was I was always picking up clients in the ISP space. So into and the the and, and was this
0: in the first 12 months? Or was this after? Yeah,
2: towards yeah, like to, I'd say like nine to 10 months. Yeah, yeah. I remember my first placement was a split with... Well, it was one of George's clients. It was a guy called uh, Youssef Ali. Yeah. If you're listening, Youssef. Ledge. Yeah. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Yusuf. I remember <laughs> I got out of the car uh, with my mouth. Oh, up from the be station. buzzing, I'm like shaking, trying to close it. I'm like, I've got this little pitch in my head. I'm like, I'm finally going to do it. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to take the job. Like, I didn't even have to say anything. Was,
0: like, really? It was just no. like a really easy placement. Push back a little bit. Like,
2: <laughs> I've got it all worked. out. with my script on my arm. And... Uh, yeah, then th- that wasn't even in the in the patch. But yeah, towards like the nine to ten months period. that was when I started doing my own stuff. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Picked up Sky, straight away as a customer. Did my really? first deal at Sky. Um, you started to build confidence. Yeah, and then what the got f-
0: you? But what what got you through that? Because like so many people to quit. Like it took me like three. Oh, mate, I was, I just was like, so or deluded
2: format. that I was going to be, be super successful. I, really, I, I g- genuinely would like. How? Why was you deluded then? I would just how? I don't know. I just I'd, I'd say to my mates, for example, there'll be a holiday incentive. But I haven't built at all. I tell my mates I'm going to Vegas. They're oh like, my oh god! Oh really? I'm like, yeah, it's a holiday incentive coming. Oh my up. god! And I'm going to hit it. They're like, oh really? I'm like, i have like, not even done a fucking deal at this point. <laughs> but I genuinely believe it, and that was the most really? like That's mad. crazy thing about it. I didn't just, in my head. I was going to drive an Audi R8. I don't even drive now. I let alone like back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. But I just had this weird obscene. Like just uncalled for confidence, I was going to be super successful. It was yeah, hilarious. Fair enough. I just, um, I don't know what it was. And then uh, when I started to get a bit of success, I was, a, I was still a bit of a pansy on the phone because I had so much like time of not doing well. Yeah, yeah.
0: you just did, you, didn't back, yes, you just didn't back yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I remember I was on the phone to one guy. Been kind, a yes man. Yeah, I remember those days. And the guy was like, um, "Yeah, we might offer him. Like, he done really well. It? Spoke really highly of him, but we might offer him. Uh, I'll let you know." And I was just like, oh, "Okay, no worries." And oh, George was listening on the call and George was like, "No, push back." Yeah, yeah. I was like, say what? And he said, "What to say?" I was like, oh, okay, so why are we not going to offer him? Do, do, do. I said a few things, and the guy just goes, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll offer him. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, like, George isn't lying. I used to think like, George was just like telling me his stuff, but he's me and him are very different. And yeah, different approach. Yeah, everyone has their own approach. And I think back then I used to think his approach, oh, yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. But yeah, then yeah, like yeah. in hindsight, just a, a little tweak here and there, just like yeah. changed no, my I No, I think that's...
0: Um, I had my I had my own. I, had my own um, I think that is something that you really get better at. It's actually like backing yourself, yeah, asking yeah. the right questions, listening, and then pushing it back, yeah. and, and not being a yes man. I think I remember my old director telling me that like you 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 can't be a yes man. Like a re, an actual proper recruitment consultant isn't a yes man. Yeah, so you know yeah. what I mean.
2: And when you challenge um, people, you know, clients or yeah. candidates, I think they just, they respect you a lot more. But they also as well they appreciate it because yeah. if you're willing to kind of challenge them, then you're not just a yes man. It's exactly. more important to. Then just go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, worries, no so, worries. So what? So
0: then, the last thing on jam then, because there'll yep. be a lot of people listening that might be, I don't know. Hopefully, they haven't been haven't built for like twelve months, but yeah, like they, they probably might. wouldn't still be at the company. <laughs> <laughs> but like what? Like, but um, there will be people listening that we'll be struggling, we'll be going through a difficult patch in terms of them building their desk, these things, like what changed? Yeah. Was there any, looking back, was there anything in particular that changed? Things like what George said, well, actually stop stopped saying yes and actually push
2: back and this is why. So like, what what was there any key things that changed? Yeah, I'd say probably, yeah, believing, believing in myself would kept me at it. So if, yeah. you, if you're doing the role, like make sure you like, yeah, you've got to believe in yourself and believe in your ability. There's a reason why you stepped into the role initially. So just keep at that. Yeah, keep believing yourself. in yourself. Yeah, yeah.
0: If, as soon as you don't, If you, as soon as you don't, yourself and actually believe that you are you should be speaking to that person you should be speaking to that client or whatever then like you've lost
2: yeah exactly and just like building on that 100% like believe in your ability mm. like I say all the time in the office and the guys find it funny like, if I have a good day for business development I'm just like I fucking love this job and yeah. they're like laughing at me I'm like I love this job like, yeah. jokingly but also as well it's not a joke like I enjoy yeah. it and I get yeah, yeah, a buzz out of it if you don't enjoy it then there's no point being there and you should look at something you know yeah like totally yeah, I, no, I
0: think that's good advice like actually like yeah like if you are if you had some success or like it's been really difficult and you, you're like you know what well, even when I have success I'm not enjoying it as much yeah, like yeah. be honest with yourself
2: yeah definitely I think as well that like, turning point for me is just not to be a yes man like, 100% yeah, that would be the biggest takeaway for me is just to be consultative you know challenge people don't be afraid to like let your voice be heard a little bit as well whether mm-hmm. that's internally I think yeah. that's just genuinely in life yeah, 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 yeah. generally in life sorry but I think from a recruitment perspective um, yeah like just stop being a yes man just stop being a yes man Believing yourself and just just enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's um it's hard because it's a very unforgiving job if mm. you're not if you're not doing well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of emotion involved in it and there's a lot of pressure, depending on the business you work for. So it's hard to stick at it. But if yeah. you really do want to do it and it's a career you're really passionate about, like yourself, mm. like you stuck at it for yeah, yeah. years until uh, a year until you started to kind of the yeah. rewards just stick out and if you believe in it it's so it's there, there
0: generally is there generally is light at the end of the tunnel like yeah generally. yeah um okay mate let's let's dive into um Hamilton Barnes then but yep. well actually just quickly yeah like how so you know when obviously you were surrounded by all these like big builders and stuff right yeah. so you built obviously like 180k and then you yeah. went to this place obviously by that point you wasn't a yes man you was able to sell yourself so you obviously oversold yourself a yeah bit. yeah <laughs> if, if console <laughs> partners are listening I'd build about 250 standards <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so like, how, because I can imagine I never went through this, but I definitely felt it. in so I was in obviously an agency of like eight people. And like, even though, like, the two people that sat next to me who were the um, top billers, I, I did just like n- naturally feel a bit like intimidated by them at the start. Yeah. And, by the, and so, like, I can imagine going into an environment where. One, like, you went through that whole journey of, like, not having success. Having success, I'm sure, if you had more confidence. You backed yourself more. Yep. Then you got into an environment where, like, people were billing, like, 500K and more. And you're like, fuck it. <laughs> like, how did you do it? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? That must have been... Because I'm sure a lot of people listening may actually go through that. Because, like, yeah, yeah, how... Yeah, like how
2: Obviously, you, you left. But, like, what, what how, did, how was that? Like, that must have been difficult. I think the thing is, just to kind of take it back a step as yeah. well, because George had left Ham- um, Jamstown oh, by yeah, this said, point. Yeah. I stepped up and, and he I he was like, like a mentor for you. Yeah, I was like a senior person. So I yeah. thought I was like Top Dog. Yeah, top dog at, at jam for the yeah. team that I was doing. And I was like twenty-one or twenty-two at the time. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like managing a few people or leading a few people, managers lose term. So yeah, when I turned up, I was like it was a wake-up call straight away because I thought the yeah. billings that I had Back done. Back to reality. Yeah, but I think as well, I I kind of I really enjoyed it. I didn't want to be around people that were like average billers. Yeah. I wanted to be in a business like I come in. And I, yeah, you know, genuinely thought yeah, again. Inspired I was by the people around you. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. yeah, percent. And as well, like console is a bit. Um, it's very like, if you're like mid twenties, you are like, going out partying. It's perfect. Yeah, and, yeah. But they make you feel really welcome. Like it it's, it's come a long way, I think now. But back yeah. then, like that's how you felt, They yeah. love partying and stuff. And mm. but that's positive. Like, I was twenty two, so yeah. I'm 21, 22. So that was awesome for me. So I'd come into the business, you know. I have thought I was the best, you know, best yeah. recruiter around. Oh. I thought that I was very niche in the industry I did, and they just done double niche on what I did, and really, we're like half a million pound a year. So it was just mind boggling. But I just, I kind of embraced it. I enjoyed it. But they also made you feel very welcome. Oh, fair enough. I thought I, I thought they wouldn't have that. No, no, thought. like first fair night much. out, you're going out like. Quite embarrassing because before I even started, I went to the Christmas do. Yeah. So when I started in oh, uh, no. it, when I started properly in January, there's pictures of me like they put on my desk. I passed out oh, the Christmas do. You haven't so like even started jo- yet. Oh mate that is rookie, yeah. mate. I know, you, mate. Don't, you can't I go know. to Christmas
0: do then just look like an absolute idiot. And yeah.
2: then before you even started. Yeah. So when I when bad. I walked in, I was like, oh, no, no, I'm back in trouble here. Yeah. And they're not ones that you forget. Like they're really good guys, like really good banter there there. Yeah. But like even like some of the top guys. So um, there's a few chaps in city that really stood out. So the guy Nick Miller. Dan Cox and Andy Mannion, yeah. they like, they're like top top billers, like serious yeah. billers, yeah. and they would pull me to one side and sit down with me, like, "Hey, getting on?" It's not even really no Love interest that. in them. For Man, me that's to do fair well. enough. The
0: reason I was in, the reason I was intrigued was actually I thought you were going to tell me the opposite, so I absolutely loved the fact that yeah, yeah. there that was actually the case. That's really like, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So they had humility, right?
2: Yeah, like. Dan Cox for example was like yeah to a degree there's only so much unity I think (laughs) a recruiter can have but Coxie for example was just like he was a nuts sales guy I assume he's similar now he's a director now but he was mental he'd be on the phone and people would just be like cracking up because like he was just like sick on the phone and then uh he'd just grab me off him I heard you like this call that you need some help and he just helped me. I'm like, what the fuck's going really? on like, You do, you did get that a jam, but you didn't get that when there was half a million pound bills because it weren't that yeah, kind cause of you, Yeah,
0: because you were thinking from your perspective, like short, like why would he give me his time?
2: Yeah, like? yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I, I'd straight away, like the pressure's on that when you come in in that role. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. the pressure straight away. I think mean, that's a big thing going to people that are like senior, or deem themselves a senior. Yeah. That's one thing to just consider when you're moving. Like if you're you're going to make a rod for your own back if you kind of oversell yourself to a degree. Yeah. But then also as well, just be aware of the kind of pressures of a senior person that comes in. Yeah, that's true. They probably didn't think I was under pressure. Console probably didn't think that. But But from day one, I I did. I was like, I need to be doing I remember I did 35K in a month. I did 60K for the year, but it took me about nine months to do that. Yeah. And I did it in two months. Oh, wow. And they're like, oh yeah, you're finally doing it. And I was like, no, you guys are like, doing like a yeah, yeah, hundred comparing yeah comparing yourself this is nothing <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that's that's the uh, but i think that's good because it then set me up when i got to Hamilton barns year one i build x mount yeah like, that's oh,
0: not well i enough. think obviously what it may obviously what it made you realize is actually what I hang like. i thought this was like really successful yeah, yeah, but actually exactly. like, there's a whole nother level yeah that meant that, to be fair i think mate that, that's really cool and i guess again like, you don't know what's possible until it's like around your mm-hmm. dear. Like, no, definitely well, not. I think if the top bill is in my old place, it was more like, yeah, like 300, 400k, maybe l- a bit less. And if I was to then go to London at that point, I'll, and then there's like 600, 700k, a million pound bill but like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. so, and then it's like all of a sudden that's real and it? it's achievable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Um. So, quick one then before we go into Hamilton Barnes and your journey there is like, so quick quick insight into what, what do you see any common habits in these people that were like that you're like oh my god they're like big 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 billets because like 400 500k is no joke
2: one of, one of the things i noticed is um they were big accounts that was big account yeah yeah nice. that's one thing i've driven a lot more when i moved to ha- Hamilton barns that's like they interesting had some big household names everyone had at least one household name as that's there, interesting as their
0: client. that like they really like made a lot of cash out
2: yeah That yeah. Like one, that like one or two of the guys had like just one big account and that was what they did really and just like just got everything possible out of that account yeah. and that engraved some positive things into me yeah um that's i think advice. it's interesting like if you were to look at say one of the guys like coxie i mentioned earlier yeah. like he's a workhorse like he'll come in and be like from nine till six when they leave, he will not be off the phone. He'll be holding the phone the whole day, just smashing it. But then like, Andy Mannion, one of the other chaps, he's very like quiet and reserved. I don't know if he still is name. Everyone has their own little, it's mad, isn't it? And that's what I always thought, like you just need to smash the phones and like, when I was at Jam, I think I'm definitely not like that now. But I learned a lot from being there because you saw a complete contrast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they'll be competing for the top spot but then like, one of them's hammering the phone all the time. And Manuel probably would be on the phone, but he ch- he's not that kind of persona yeah, you know, in the office. Yeah. He might oh. be now, I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Okay, so then finally got reunited with uh, yeah, Nick and Nick George. George. So what high was you? The,
2: what I was, was, it? I, so um, a lady called Natasha and Antonio, they were working part-time, so like yeah. two days a week. Antonio okay. was doing his uni placement there. Yeah, yeah. So I was the first permanent employee. Really? And then Antonio started like two weeks after and me. how many of you are there now? Um 20 i'm gonna okay, say we 20. did a headcount count the other day we hired like 13 people in the last year yeah, yeah
0: um mate that's mad so you've been on an interesting journey there then.
2: yeah yeah it's gone even like the last say nine months it's just Metal. just boomed like you yeah. know like a real business now yeah it's yeah, interesting yeah. Um,
0: okay well let's talk a bit let's sort of uncover a bit that journey so like by this point obviously you went through that really difficult first 12 months then obviously you gained more confidence back to yourself Um, learn a lot there build more when it's this new environment was like oh my god what like oh my god there's a whole nother level to this (laughs) game obviously then obviously had the opportunity with George and Nick seeing them in the left like this is weird like so and then talk a bit about how were the first 12 months did you like just hit the ground running straight away or like what what went on when you um, joined Hamilton buttons
2: so there was a few things like when I joined uh, I picked up from console so they do split deals so 50% Ah, to the candidate 50% for the client so I bought that in straight away because I knew mm. I weren't gonna have any clients. So I was mm. like, oh, this would be a good idea. And it's something the business still does now. Yeah, so know. the first literally the first, say January, March, April. So the first four months was our end of the financial year. Yeah. So I was like, as long as I do like a deal a month, I'll be happy with that because yeah, yeah. I'm covering my seat. But I'm focused on building something bigger. You know, I want I so-, so I'd get home, I'd work Monday to Friday, you know, eight till seven or whatever yeah, yeah. Like, on my stuff. Then I'd get home, take my laptop home, to resource all of George's jobs. Really, LinkedIn, doing mail shots. Because so I was thinking, like, I need to do deals. I don't have any clients. I want. I don't want Nick and George because I knew they take a big. They took a big punt on hiring me at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, yeah, the so you do wanna, you do on, yeah. So you didn't want to take that for granted. No, exactly, and uh, I just didn't want to let them down. Um, yeah. So I just made sure I resourced. Like every night I'd get home. So the first few months, I did a placement in my first month. Yeah, and uh, it was literally like. The last day of January, last yeah. day of January. And I was in the office, I was on the phone to this guy for like an hour trying to close it. Oh, yeah. for, but he, he accepted, we went to, the, went to the pub and had a bit of a, a, nut, a nutty night to be fair. But yeah. it was, um, and then I was just set up, I was like, I'm just going to keep doing Spits with George and then I'm going to start building up my own business. Yeah. And this went on for even probably the first year and a half of me. Really? i like, resourced resource his jobs. I, if I didn't have enough on, I'd just go home and resource his jobs. So, um, so, was you, so at this point you
0: was building out your own
2: niche within yeah, their business? Yeah, So. I'd done the internet service provider stuff before, so I was brought in. So George does more enterprise, which is like um, like vendor resellers, okay, um, and like big end users. Um, I do internet service providers.
0: So then no one was doing this in the no. business. Okay. So at the
2: time, it was like Nick, George, and obviously me, yeah, and yeah. then the other guys were just resourcing. But
0: didn't you have clients by this point that obviously, but or could you not speak to them?
2: Not really, no. Because when I worked at Console, we, I did Europe. I'd never done oh. Europe before, but I did Europe for the year. Um, but prior to that, I did the UK um okay f- so I, I had a few relationships but it wasn't, so I, there wasn't many tapped up, but i was never like in with anyone yeah, good yeah. enough to then come in and really okay. smash it that's interesting well let, let's definitely
0: talk a bit about that then because probably one of the most common questions i get to ask people is about building a new desk or yep. business development and these things because yep. that's going to be key to you having success in that new division right so mm-hmm. let's talk a bit about that so you've learned a console that okay if i can get a big account then that that could hopefully set me up to obviously be in a, in a really good place. Yeah. And then yeah, and then you're also building out a new team within this business. So how did you go about that then? <laughs>
2: um. All right. So, right down to basics. So mm. like mapping out there's directories for the industry we're recruiting. Yeah. So mapping the market. market yeah, classic, research, yeah. yeah. Mapping them out. Um, And then it's a bit of a mixed bag. So a mix between LinkedIn, direct messaging, managers as candidates, and then flipping them. But then also as well doing like... So when you said that,
0: sorry, you'd you'd engage with candidates and say, are you looking for a job?
2: So I'd try and aim for management roles. So if I pulled a network manager role, that's a BD opportunity for me. So I'd get the job on as a network manager Oh, okay, that makes sense. And then resource it. But then every candidate I work with potential clients. Yeah, Um, I tried to do that like as much as possible. But within like three months of being there, I picked up a couple of big bigger clients um, how'd you go how'd you do that just through what you just said uh, through that and targeted mouth shots so really like um, one of them I knew that the company looked for language speakers I had a really good language uh, I had a really good German speaker which was quite hard so to it's find. just speaking in candidates. yeah 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 so you're really targeted you know doing the basics like leads on LinkedIn yeah, yeah. Um, leads on indeed or then yeah. like just general leads um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then one thing I've like especially over the last two years I'm, I'm really anal with but i just follow up and i think follow up yeah. is key in any of sales yeah, roles I so like oh, even i got
0: good at that that was big that was big for me as well and i realized that like when you
2: really get hold of your
0: follow-ups like yeah that really helps
2: yeah definitely i think like i read a time management book like two years ago and i think that's when it turned for me but really? even back then i used to do it a lot like booking that that's another thing i learned from console they booking calls all the time i never used to do that before. yeah that's so, interesting. Yeah. Giving away all my seats. <laughs> uh, but no, I'd have a call with a client and I'd follow up, yeah, you know, I'd book in the call, follow up. And then that way as well, i yeah, you know, I always look at it as minimum input, maximum output. Yeah. So yeah. what's the point of dialing someone 25 times when you can say i'll call you at four and then call them back yeah, yeah so i went from like i don't know i'd make 10 contacts five of them would be callbacks and then if i do that every week within the yeah, next nice. three to four months i've then got my bd calls mapped out for me
0: yeah um okay so when you say follow-up do you mean as in like if you didn't get hold of them then okay you're following up or as, no, in, no. as in like when you've spoken to him like okay let's speak again in a month's time or whatever
2: yeah, yeah. What so again it comes back to what we spoke about early on yeah it's like just not being a yes man so when someone says i'm not looking now just asking the questions. Okay, so when are you looking? You know, what is your yeah? Um, imp- yeah so your don't just tell that light? first. No, no, no. And then if you're, okay, so um, that, if you what was I'm looking. gonna do is um, I'll put a, put a call in your diary for six weeks from now. If you're not looking now, let's have a general catch up. If you're not looking, we'll just push it back yeah, another six yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be surprised how many people will just go, "Oh, okay, okay no worries." And then yeah. you just all of a sudden just get a, a snowball of calls booked in. Yeah, that's that's really good advice.
0: I think that that's something I started to do did for the last sort of twelve months, and that that helped me a lot actually. Because again, like. Your typical your typical recruiter isn't going to be doing that. And then it's about, okay, well, actually, when you do call in six weeks, the, well, again, you, it's about being front of mind, isn't it? So yeah. like, hopefully by the time maybe they are looking, which is six, 12 months, or whatever, and not 12 months, 12 weeks, or whatever, then they sh- should hopefully be thinking of James rather than the guy that caught them on the lucky yeah, period yeah. or whatever, do you know what I mean? And so you always get that,
2: like... Um, oh you know just had this roll sign off two weeks ago sorry and you've just missed out yeah. when you've just called someone whereas if you've got a call booked in with them you'd like to think they're going to come yeah, back yeah, to you yeah, yeah. so like, I, I do a lot of that and I think as well the biggest thing of that and this is like goes without saying but actually follow up yeah, so yeah. like I used words. to do all the time I'd book in loads of calls, oh I'm so busy. And then I'd miss a couple of the calls and then next minute you're trying to call them back and you just look like a bit of a knob, so Again it's your reputation, isn't it? Like yeah,
0: the people exactly, are gonna yeah. be like, Oh, you know what, even though that conversation might have been like sixty seconds, yeah. Like James called me when he was gonna say he's gonna call me, it's like yeah, yeah. the standard that you're setting that. Actually, if James tells me he's gonna work on this job or whatever, then like do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's yeah. setting that standard.
2: It's just a trust thing, like, yeah, That you just set the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have ten minutes, fifteen minutes, half an hour late yeah. every time you call them. Okay, mate.
0: How so then so um okay mate and then what what went on after that year and a half then so by that year and a half did you have sort of a solid bank of clients
2: yeah so I did like in the in the May I think it was no sooner than that in the March I did like a 32 grand month oh wow so I was like it picked up all right and there was a few clients one particular client uh, it was one one big deal and then a couple of small mm. things but I was still doing splits all the way through and I looked at this um, before today actually just out of interest yeah and it was like even in my second year I was doing loads of splits so really? I was just thinking, if I've got enough to keep me busy, and I'd get home and I'd just be...
0: So when you busy. say split, what do you mean? Because I... I, I, I th- actually, yeah, we did have splits. So basically, a split would be if it was my client and my colleague got me the candidate, it'd be 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like if, actually, say, yeah, we used to do that, actually, yeah. So
2: George had loads of jobs. I didn't have as many. So I'd go home, look at his jobs, yeah, look said, what's yeah. been... What hasn't got anyone on final interview, and then I would just go through LinkedIn and just hammer link, LinkedIn mm. or do a mouse shot on the database or then yeah, yeah, resource yeah, his yeah. jobs. So I was just you know sitting on the sofa watching TV, just hammering that out. Yeah. And then during the day, I was picking up my own clients. So what
0: you're saying, the splits have been like actually quite really fruitful in terms of your billings and your success. Yeah,
2: yeah definitely. Especially really now, so it's like flipped on its head because I've obviously got a team of yeah. like resources or however you want to word it. They work yeah. on the roles that I pull, pull in kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, now yeah. flipped on its head. Um, yeah, that's really
0: interesting. Okay, so again, I guess if you haven't got like this the splits opportunity in your office right now, like just be speaking to your manager and like try that out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah again, everyone wins, right? And yeah. that, like, I think, again, obviously it's competitive, but if you've got three or four people actually vested in actually, there's an opportunity for me to make money here, then that, that's a good thing, I think. Do, yeah, do you know what I mean? definitely. Um, and it just
2: promotes, um, and it's one of the big things I think. Hamill Barnes have done really well. Everybody gets on. There's a lot of inter-team dealings yeah. placements. You know, people actually really want to do well by one another yeah. and you can do by doing the yeah. splits yeah. rather yeah. than like, yeah. oh, you know, 5% Too To be fair, thinking center.
0: back, I forgot about that actually that I did quite a few of those and that, yeah, that you're totally right. It actually, is, it is, it is actually really, I found, it does impact the environment doesn't it quite yeah, a bit? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, just imp-
2: it just promotes, um, collaboration rather than like oh that's how yeah, to gets yeah, yeah. Of the, uh, okay. off the system or whatever
0: so then um so year and a half in and then what yeah so what, what's going on sort of three years after like three what three years three years pretty much after that yeah yeah so when did you start getting a
2: team underneath you and stuff so it's probably about this time two years ago um, okay i had like yeah i don't don't know right i did like 120 180 something like that and then Mm. next year i think it was like 240 ish yeah Um, yeah. so it was in between the 180 and 240 year yeah um so i hired there was um tasha i mentioned earlier she started just resourcing on on my stuff or not resourcing but working a little bit more on my stuff and then doing her own stuff as well and then we hired another trap as well um but like i didn't really take you very serious (laughs) um I I don't think I realised the opportunity I had, so I used yeah. to. When you say you a, didn't take it very serious, what do you mean? So I'd be like, I'd, I'd always be very passionate, and very like, um, I'd have loads of good ideas. I'd be fruitful of ideas, and I'd always be like, yeah, let's do this, let's do that, and always have the best intentions. But then I was just a bit immature. I used to go okay. out a lot. Not used yeah. to, never used to drive the team as well as you what it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah and what I could have. Um, so that kind of yeah fizzled out. Um, and then properly properly this time last year. Maybe a little bit earlier on January last year, yeah, like 2018. Yeah. Hi, um, Billy joined my team, um, yeah. and then from there, really, it's been. We well now it's a team of six, five. Wow. We're we'll hopefully going to hire okay. one more guy this yeah, week. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, okay, mate. Let, let's um, talk a bit
2: about that then. Like, what what changed then? Do
0: you know what I mean? What All changed, right, so what I can tell change, you what changed for James
1: <laughs> Dean. <laughs>
2: I can tell you the exact um, exact month it was. So I had. Um, I've read about, all right, to rewind slightly. Go but uh, You know the eighty twenty prayer principle? Um, yeah, yeah, So 80% of your clients give you, uh, 20% of your clients give you 80% of love. Yeah, 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 But then also as well, give you 80% of the ag. Yeah. And I like had one client that used to give me a real hard time. Yeah. And I used to just waste so much time resourcing yeah. their jobs, doing this, doing that. And uh, they backdoored me on, on uh, quite a senior guy. Yeah. So Nick said we can either, you know, that we do a few placements. we're doing all right with them. Or we could obviously throw the book at them and get the fee. Yeah. It was black and white. They just took them off us. So yeah. like, even the candidate admitted it as well. So um, yeah, I, I, I pushed for it and was like, no, I don't want to work them anymore because i read this book and it yeah, says 80, yeah, 20 yeah. more. They give me loads of ag. So. Um, and then in this month, I just had a good month of other stuff. So prior to that, my best month was like 30K month, which yeah. was back in the May, yeah. uh, March, show when I first started. And I had like a 47 and a half grand month. And I was like, Whoa. shit, I can actually do this. <laughs> yeah. like, what am I doing? So I stopped. So I literally stopped going out in the week. Stop pissing around and just started ha- really hammering it. Really? Um, just started taking it a lot more serious. Just started like, you know, tr- just little things like just getting your day plan done, getting my days planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started just immersing myself. So, be-
0: so I guess it was actually like w- the realization was actually, oh, I'm actually really taking this opportunity I have for granted.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it was a bit of a wake up call because every time I'd sit down with Nick, oh yeah, this month I'm going to build this. And he'd be like, All right, mate, oh, mate, you said yeah, that yeah, last month. It. What's different this month? And then this one really? month I sat down and was like, yeah, I built 47 yeah. and half grand. And I felt like, yeah, I felt obviously. So, like, so,
0: did, did, so that you then focusing, not going out, did the drinking as much, that had the real impact then, or was it just that moment of actually, actually, we've just got rid of a, actually, we were doing okay, but it was a rotten apple, and I was then free to then focus on other things, that ended um, up being really fruitful. Or was it? A no, bad? no, I
2: think the that did definitely help the. Yeah, in off that particular customer I mentioned. Yeah. yeah, I think they were rotten apples. Good weapon. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just a wake up call that I could actually do the job and do it quite well. Mm. Um, even when I did my promotional meeting a year on, I showed that picture to Nick and George because I was like, that was a moment I just knew I could do it. Yeah. So yeah, I'd yeah. Still would go out, not knowing near as much. Yeah. Um, I just Fair really enough. like reined things in. Just started focusing, like started, you know, immersing myself in personal development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started just doubling down on everything that i would read and. Doubling down
0: on James Dean. Yeah, exactly. I just like him. Nah, no, that's yeah, class. Yeah.
2: That's that's really cool. I really did like
0: that. Okay, and then, so mate, it seems like like your your billions and your performance just gone in like one direction, like up really, yeah, which is really direction. which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then, so from and then, so you've now got a team of six you had that realisation moment and then was that when you really started building the team underneath you and took that seriously yeah, yeah.
2: so Billy Billy joined the team like January February time um, and then he resourced for me pretty much solely and then September October he kind of f- flew the nest and started doing his own stuff okay. like started being more of his own consultant yeah and within like two to three months he's now you know he was then sort of fully fledged consultant yeah. within like six months i become a senior oh wow so he, he's done really well um, and I think I've hired some really good guys I think yeah. that was a lot of the success for last year I could really vouch for them like they've yeah, they worked their ass off for me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Jack joined in October. He was like my protege. So I did really? like training with, you know, Andy Serto. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I did that training, the strategic coach. Yeah. And I come back in, I'm like, Jack, we yeah. did this. And he loved it. He was like, oh, what did you learn in training today? What <laughs> and, uh, Love that. Yeah, it just, it, it just went from there, really. And then we hired a, a chap called Charlie who was doing database, um, yeah. just a bit of like database cleansing kind of yeah. thing. And then All he joined right, quick one. Sorry to bite him, but yeah, quick yeah, yeah, one.
0: Right. Um, what so you've had some really successful hires? I'm sure you've had some not so successful hires. What what things have you? Again, are there any key in- indicators that you've noticed that have then then ended up being really successful? Do you know what I mean? That's a r- common question I get a lot. Like what yeah, what do you yeah. look out? Everyone's different, but like what key indicators do you now look for, knowing that you've now got these guys that are really good for you, done really good for you
2: yeah it's a good question um that's what i do because i'm quiet I, 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 this is this is a giveaway for anyone that interviews with me <laughs> but on. i see the best in everyone so i come out oh, I, really? I always say to nick i need to sleep on it because i come out and i'm like oh, he's so yeah, good like, he's, yeah, did you yeah, hear yeah. what he said there yeah and, I, yeah and then i get home and i'm like oh, he wasn't even that good um yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think for me like the main thing for me is if like and this is hamilton Barnes, a business is slightly different probably but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just like people that um like as a business we just look for people that just settle you know just can get on with everyone so yeah, if you can like- get bit, on with like someone, yeah yeah if you can get on with someone in the interview then but then also as well someone that's just shown a bit of life experience yeah yeah um uh, which is ironic because i didn't have any life experience <laughs> recruiting. but we don't so look w- for. Degree. what do you mean by life experience like like
0: yeah what do you mean by that yeah, if someone's
2: got a degree great but yeah. it's more about they went to university what yeah. they did at university yeah i think if someone's lived away from home i like traveled yeah, yeah something yeah, like yeah. that um, just a bit of a story to go in <coughs> and for me it's, I just base it massively on conversation Yeah. so if I find that I'm having to ask loads of questions I'm yeah, probe like I'm
0: it's, it's been, really difficult for you to like have a conversation yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I'm
2: like having to probe them loads or if, if I realise I'm talking loads and I like them because the, they've obviously asked really good yeah, questions yeah
0: yeah yeah um, okay fair enough
2: So I, w- I don't really I couldn't pin it down to that's no, pretty no, I, I think, think, I think that's mainly that's likeability yeah um, likeability yeah
0: yeah fairs okay so then sorry i'll butt in there but and then what so then you so you recruited a couple of good guys you were saying when you said so charlie yep. was it charlie and yep. then jack another and guy that. and jack and yeah, yeah yeah so then and then you just carried on building basically
2: yes yeah, so and we hired another chap james he joined um a few months ago had ben mate, where are the girls at mate yeah, I know. where's
0: this diversity team mate <laughs> 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 yes yeah.
2: yeah, f- we use rector x we use yeah. um a couple of different ones and, yeah, yeah and i've interviewed one woman yeah. Like, it's the thing, I, I it's the, the irony here, right? So, I did a, a meeting with one of our biggest clients, a big footage 100 company, and they were like, Oh, you know, talking about diversity in the workplace yeah. and all this. I'm like, Yeah, don't look at LinkedIn, like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah look, it's hard, it's, it's
0: hard, yeah, mate. It's a, it's a business effort, like, it's not gonna yeah. be just come down to James, like, no, you know no what exactly.
2: I mean? and, and I think it's one of them, like, we can only interview the candidates that put in front of us, yeah, yeah, so those I recruits suppose. out there, we use it, <laughs> just pull your finger okay?
0: Out. So, carried on building this team, and then the all of these guys are resourcing for you,
2: no, no, so, um uh so billy is now senior as i yeah. mentioned He's okay yeah, his own yeah, clients um yeah. and then me and him are kind of the the farmers we bring in the clients and then the yeah. other chaps are there's uh, jack and charlie are starting to do their own bit as well okay um but it's like we've got some quite big accounts um nice. you know, and for a small business at the moment like you know for example today uh, this week for example i'm meeting like Six different clients, you know, tw- uh, six different businesses yeah. Yeah, over five days with 12 different meetings. Oh, like, wow. We've just got jobs coming of areas. So the guys are almost a bit like, there's no point mm. me doing BD because you've. Yeah, done yeah like, and you there's like, a great opportunity to split deals, da, 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 all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly,
0: mate. yeah, yeah. Mate, that's really interesting. So a few things around that mm. is um, <clears throat> firstly, so just so I know for this, like, do you, so right now, do you have no contact with candidates now? Like, you totally apart from that?
2: Um, a question No, no, no. So, you still get involved more senior stuff. I probably do, yeah. More so. it's all about like um, like the return on investment. Um, mm-hmm. if we got you know a 50 grand a year salary uh, role, I don't know, and it took me two to three days to resource it, my time would be better off spent elsewhere. Um, yeah, nice, so I probably enough. wouldn't. But if it was like yeah, a yeah, that's, that's a
0: really good way to think about it.
2: Yeah, if it was a senior appointment or like a you know a director and manager, role, it, it might be slightly different. Yeah, because
0: again, like because you, you want to make sure that yeah like the people that you're putting in are up to up to
2: the mark yeah but a lot of the stuff we do so like just say for example Jack comes to me oh these five cantilies. Um, quite often probably not so much now because he knows what he's doing now but like quite often more so at the beginning you'd call for all of those yeah, yeah, I, you know, yeah that's what my boss used to do yeah, yeah, yeah cleanse the shortlist slightly or as well like if, as soon as anyone's in play I try to touch base yeah. And people like to hear another voice, and then placements. I'll meet all the candidates we place. That's really? Yeah, yeah. So we try, and even if it's a coffee or try and go out for lunch, like it's, we try to. Like a lot of the stuff yeah. we do is the Midlands in Midlands and the North, so that we don't don't ever meet them. Yeah. We do like annual meals where we take the teams out and stuff like that. Really. Um But if okay, someone's mate. in London, we'll
1: hang yeah.
0: Into. What? What? Just one thing about that, just out of complete curiosity, because there might be a few people listening that could get a bit of value out of this. Is like, so what? I'm sure you got better at that process in terms of like Jack finds a candidate and then you decide if it hits the mark or not but how how have you streamlined that process do you you know what I mean because I'm sure there was some learnings and challenges and failures with that like what is have you just got a really clean process now where it's like okay but only, only speak to me when you, you've done this with these candidates or yeah, whatever do you know yeah. what I mean
2: so one thing I found like especially previously when I used to manage or manage with loose term, Yeah. but I used to just sit there and be like do this do this do that do this and like, I'd be telling them what to do all day every time they get a candidate I'd stop what I'm doing I'd talk to them and it was just very counterproductive and yeah. then after the training that Andy done um, one of the big things he said about was like just kind of front loading your time so okay. I'll sit down with the guys, I'll do you know, half an hour, maybe an hour in the morning. Yeah. Um, I have hour, three hour slots, so I have nine till 10, um, 11 till 12, and then five till six, which is free. The guys can book in whatever they want. It could oh, be a five nice. minute sit down, it could be half an hour. It's first come first. So there's, always,
0: there's always three hours that your team can sit down with James? Yeah, and yeah. And their manager. So,
2: so often it's like, a five minute scrum will do but then if they're getting a new role on or they need to re-qualify a list or when somebody new starts first thing they want to do is I've got this guy can I tell you about him? Yeah, yeah. so we just sit down in points because the thing is with that as well they get my undivided attention yeah, yeah. if they're doing it if they grab me on the hop I'm like oh, I'm in the middle of this like, they don't get the attention yeah, they yeah. probably want so we just wow. do it in small chunks and then that way it's in between in between stages they can ask each other questions and they can interact between themselves mm. but they don't need to keep pestering me about it because mm. they know they're going to get that 15 minutes later yeah yeah, yeah mate that's, that's 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 really good advice okay
0: and then um i guess what what i wanted to sort of dive into a bit is um so yeah as i said like I mean through everything that you're speaking mm-hmm. about to 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 ensure that your billings keep going up, like that must have been really challenging, right, in terms of there's more people involved and all that. Yeah. Um and so yeah, let let's just let everyone know, like so like what 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 did you finish on then? You just uh, got three, <laughs> three two
2: five <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that was more than George, yeah? Yeah it was, yeah. Oh mate. Yeah. Okay. So basically what all I wanted to ask, why I asked that was clearly it's gone in one direction I think again yeah. thinking of the questions that I get asked is I've had quite a few times Hesham I'm at sort of I'm at the sort of 150 180k mark Want yeah. to break the 200k mark blah 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 all that so like what and I'm sure there might be a few things in this but like how have you continued for it to keep going in that direction and like do you know what I mean has there been some key things where it's like wow that should take me to the next level whatever one of them clearly being that that account that you ended up stop working with yeah yeah, yeah. But, like, but like what yeah what sort of Helped you get? Do you know what I mean? What were the key things that helped you get to that point?
2: So I, one of the big things I did was um, equally that I binned off that account. A lot of the work that I was doing placements yep. with was one one or two customers, so I just doubled down on that, and I just really, really rinsed that. And like one of the big things I'm pretty good at. So you is,
0: expanded in the account.
2: One of the big things I'm good at is getting the most out of an account. So like okay. last year, I think five of the top ten customers of Hampton Bonds were my customers. Oh wow! Um, the top two are my customers. So it's like wow. I don't just like like one thing that i know a lot of recruiters do, like the, like the chase and they like getting like yeah doing on onto the, the, on the next one whereas i would like do the first placement that's where the fun begins you know who wow. else can i help you with who else can i can support you with i was
0: gonna say that was my next question before you move on like what's like your go-to advice on expanding accounts
2: all right so you p- place with bob bob yeah has been looking desperately for six months you do a yeah. really good job take him out for beers or go out for dinner or yeah. go out for lunch and just say to him i I'm really wanting to grow out the team. It's one of the things that I've done really well. I've involved all my customers in my journey. Really? So even like with the top pillar thing with George, customers yeah. text me like, yeah, you are. Yeah, I love that. that. But I involve them in it. So that yeah. I would say to them, look, you know, I'm really keen to hire more people in the business. I really want to grow Because one thing clients don't want to do, they don't want to tell you about their peers because you're going to stop working their stuff. Yeah. They don't want to. They don't want you to not prioritize their stuff. So you just say to them, look, you know, for my growth, my progression, I'm growing out the team. I'd be really keen to start supporting X business in other areas. Who looks after this? And then they'll tell you the name. Do you mind if I say me and you know each other? Yeah, yeah, of course you can. And then you just go with it. Don't ask for permission, but just like assume they're going to give it to you. So don't say, oh, yeah, you know, can you ask this person yeah, this just, just say I'm gonna do is this, that okay. is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I think that's a big thing. Like just mate, just
0: that's really that's a really good insight that and I I think that ties into something that I wanna pick up on your a point of view on, but it's like you're you're um you're just being really personal there, aren't you? And actually, yeah, just, yeah I really like that. But yeah, go on, sorry.
2: Yeah, no, I guess like that was one of the other things I was gonna say, um, I used to be like, you know the whole, I don't know if you use the term, stick it on someone. No. Oh, stick it oh on yeah, yeah. go and stick it on him. So I used to get like, from when I went from being a yes man, to I was just aggy. So I'd be like, <sighs> client would mess me around, i want to what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I just want to tear out of everyone, a candidate yeah, yeah. would mess me around, I'd just get really angry with them. And then, um, I actually learned how to be a bit more assertive, and just being a bit more like consultive, and I think yeah. that made a massive difference. Nice. So I'd, I'd like being willing to kind of lose the deal and being willing to miss out on a placement for the long term game yeah nice that was a massive thing so rather than like just you know getting aggy with everyone trying to push a deal in yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: take the let take the long term mindset on it because actually this account could become a go from a 50k account to 100 150k account
2: we get it now we're like a customer say I've already got four final interviews like do you really feel me need to put the fifth in it like that? You know what? It's like, don't worry. And they're like, what? I didn't expect you to yeah, say that. I thought you're gonna try and it down my throat or whatever. Just be a bit more human with it. I think yeah. that's a massive thing. Okay, for man. Me.
0: mate. that's 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 um really good advice. Okay. And meet everyone. Meet well, everyone. I meet
2: everyone. Like, I do so many meetings. Like, I'd say I spend probably an average like half a day a week in the office. Like, really? I go out on a lot of meetings, i come in. Meeting what people and, in that business. Yeah, 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 So meet clients. Like anytime i speak to someone, if like one of the clients I do a lot of work with about a 20-minute walk, so I'm, like first point of contact. Oh, nice to meet you. Did a all this way, oh, actually, let me pop down. I'll grab a quick coffee. Like, oh, okay. Uh, really? What time can you do tomorrow? And then just go and meet them. Like, I do that so much. And that's one really? of the big things, I I think anyway, why I've grown out accounts as much as I have, like, with the customers yeah. i business with. And that's something Nick's, like, drilled down really, you know, onto yeah. me. He meets everyone as well. And, like, that's, kind of that's, from
0: that's really interesting. And then, I guess, quick on, on that, just thinking about my own experience, and I think I think very people are very easy to go like like let's grab a coffee, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think what's your through? I'm sure you've experienced this. So then actually, well, these people no doubt are time poor, right? Yeah. So like what's your view on that like sh- like should you just be like look I'll, c- I'll come to you or like do you know what i mean because like straight away if it's like a new sort of relationship yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. i think people jump quite quickly don't they like let's grab a coffee but it's like or yeah, well, yeah. actually like how can you help me and what's gonna what's gonna be yeah. the benefit of us spending time together so or do you I just going straight and for the There's a coffee
2: shop like near the particular client I mentioned, so it's a two minute walk. Because yeah, so I, I say that they, like I know the area. Kind yeah, of thing. fair enough. Fair um, enough. But I think the main thing, and this is again like another sidestep actually, is just like you talk about their process, especially when you're working recruitment, HR, talent yeah. acquisition. I just say to them like, look, let's let's meet up, let's grab 15, 20 minutes. I just want to understand your process. I can tell you the success I've had within the business, but let me un- like I want to understand how you oh, want it to work, that's and then we can grab twenty minutes. And then when you meet up with them. You're not like being a pushy recruiter. That's you're not interesting. just trying to drive that's your really process. Good insight. That's you're trying really to understand good. how they want it to work.
0: Yeah, that's really good, actually. So actually, the point of view that you're taking the approach is, um, well, actually, look, I want to come and basically listen to how you work. Yeah. And I'm happy to work to how you work. And yeah. then obviously, yeah, when you're sat down with them, you can build relationships. And obviously, then you can start actually maneuvering that process so it benefits you and everyone involved. Yeah, and it's not about
2: like completely kibosh in their process. No, no, but no, thing. but that's really right. But I think a
0: lot of people have a lot of gripes and negative to internal recruitment HR whatever batch yeah. I think that's a really good way to have the perspective on it, it's actually look. Let me come and listen and understand your process and how you like to work, and yeah. then let's let's start from there. I think well, that's really. If you've like
2: a footsie, and this is what I'm trying to tell my guys, because like you said, like oh, like you know, recruiters are the enemy or whatever, mm. or talent acquisition are the enemy. Yeah, one thing I've done really good at is building relationships, uh, I've done really well at sorry, is building relationships with those people. Yeah. Because whilst a hiring manager might look after five people and they might hire one person a year, the internal recruiter is going to see every single role yeah, in that you business. You need to get them on your side. Yeah. Yeah and as well I just, I'm a big believer in like if you're going to speak to people you might as well build good relationships yeah, with them rather than like piss everyone off okay.
0: <laughs> so big accounts yep. expanding accounts yep. what else has enabled you to sort of take your billings to the next level what was there anything um, else that sticks out uh, uh,
2: yeah a few things i would say time management like, I'm, yeah. like it's quite funny we spoke about this the other day didn't yeah. we? I'm terrible in a personal life like, yeah, I'm a girlfriend. Yeah,
0: you are a bit of a flake mate, yeah I am
2: yeah, yeah, I'm terrible but it's just like but Monday to Friday you look at my calendar I've just it. got calls every 10 minutes Like it's just nuts um but I'm pretty anal with stuff like that but then it's weird yeah the second I step out of the office I don't know what I'm yeah, doing yeah, I don't even
0: know no I think I think that's evident when you said it early, earlier that my time is better spent elsewhere so I think you know yeah, yeah. Monday to Friday you really value your time you know you're all, you're thinking about actually if I spend 50 minutes on this is that going to mean that there's going to be this outcome that's actually worth my time and all yeah. that. So, you really, really valuable, value your time, which is key.
2: Yeah, and I think as well, like with that, like I used to work 12 hour days and not do any placements. So, I don't want to go back to doing that. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, I, I oh yeah, so I've got office, a
0: huge motivation for that yeah. not to be the case. Just okay. making
2: it work like, rather than running around like headless checking, actually, yeah. calling people when they pick up. And I think as well, goals are quite a big thing. Like, you and yeah. I speak a lot about this. Yeah. yeah. Like, mindset, I think, is huge.
1: Um, yeah, that was me on next thing. Was a nice it's a hard
2: job, like, you know, to, like I said earlier, it's very unforgiving not to do well in. Mm. But if you have your goals, like I said earlier, like I was probably a little bit ambitious with them goals, yeah. but I did have goals. But you had something that you were aiming for. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I'll, I'll openly admit now, like the beginning of this year, calendar, uh, financial year, like, last couple of months, I like, found it a little bit tough to, you know, come into work. I was finding like days harder because yeah, yeah. prior to that, I was like, I've got to beat George. That was yeah, my motivation. Now it's like... I beat George and was like, oh shit, <laughs> <anti, laughs>
0: that was an anti-climax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then That's like... Mad
2: soon as i got like the first month in i'm like running around like a hey, chicken again Like a little bit like lost my purpose yeah and now i've you know found my purpose again i know what i'm doing i know what my goals are nice. and it just flips on its head again and then, uh, back to it and i'm uh, enjoying yeah. it again So like if you have if you
0: haven't because I, I really agree with that i think if i yeah i mean recruitment is it can be feel like really repetitive blah 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 <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> It obviously yeah it, like you you can go through parts where it's like oh my god like i'm just doing the same thing Blah yeah, blah yeah. but blah. and then if you if you're able to take a step back and go, actually, it's going to help me get to this outcome. Yeah, then that's really beneficial. Yeah, definitely. I think for me as well. Like
2: now, I've got the guys. I enjoy a lot more. Yeah, I was gonna. Them that them was me,
0: well. I was gonna say. Like, have you really enjoyed that now, seeing their success and them growing, and obviously you having an impact in that? And these. I things.
2: never thought I did, especially like previously when I had the other um, two as I mentioned earlier. I just like. As, long as I was doing all right, I didn't really mind. Whereas mm. now it's like, you know, this year, if I didn't build nowhere near as much as I did, but the team really smashed it, I think I'd be happier. It's a weird one. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, like Billy, for example, like when I first started like, working with him, me and him would like mm. clash on a few things here and there, but that was I was very like pushy and like micromanaged. Yeah, and then like now he's like, you know, hopefully about to buy his first house, and stuff like this. I'm like a proud father. Like wow, he, br- he brings so in a cool. new client or does a placement, at his first new client. That's so cool. I love it. It's, it's yeah, weird, never class. thought it'd be a thing. So that's
0: wicked. And then. So definitely what I wanted to get your um, view on, just because of the things that we spoke about and stuff, and I know yeah. it's definitely important to both of us. Like, So you mentioned mindset there, like two things. One, like when did that become more important? Do you know what I mean? Like how did you get there? And then two, yeah. um, like how do you try Because obviously, clearly, no, it's important. It's had an impact in terms of you continuously improving. How do you try and instill that in your people, in your team? Do you know what I mean? Because that's, that's definitely yeah. a difficult one. That's like a tough question. Yeah, but like Salim, so firstly, like James Dean, like I had my own journey with it and it, it definitely I mean, look, it's gonna help me get through starting my own business and it helped me when I was at Huxo and in recruitment. Like, you know how it is. I mean, look, you didn't build for twelve months. Like there's got there's yeah, a yeah. huge mindset thing to yep. keep going, resilience and keep going. So like what how did why did you start investing more in your mindset? As I was saying just before the um lights went out, which is really <laughs> annoying. Um so yeah, like when how did that, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, how, why did you start investing more in that? Like, how did that come about? Was there any particular reason? Like, the whole self-development um, stuff?
2: Yeah, like, I was just, um... I think, like, the big thing is, like, when I was doing okay, like, yeah. or some people deem it as well, I was just, like, really, like, pissed off all the time. I was mm. never really happy with what I was doing. Um, I, you know, I, would like, kind of... Because I'd always had this mad expectation that I was going just going to smash yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I then started to get to reality that I wasn't actually going to be a millionaire by the time I was 25 and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So I started, like, I've always read, but I used to read because people told me I should, and I read yeah. it online that you should, and Warren Buffett reads 100 books <laughs> a day. Or yeah, yeah. Um, so then I started investing into that, and I started to, like, relate to a lot of it. Mm. So I started implementing, the, I found out later dates, like, Stoicism. So it's like... stoic oh, Stoicism, yeah. Stoicism, sorry, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, and this is what I say every day to the guys. If they're pissed off about a candidate, oh, he didn't turn up to an interview. I'm like, look... There's things you can control and there's things you can't control. Yeah. Like stop worrying about the things you can't control. Mate, that sounds so simple, but it's such a game. Oh changer. yeah, I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I used to sit there and I'd be like, I'd have a candlelight, drop out of an interview, and I'd lose my shit, I'd throw my mouse, I'd stall really? out of the office, I'd go for a strop and I'd come back ten minutes later and I'd be like, oh, and it'd ruin my whole day, it'd ruin my week. I remember this one guy, he was a 15 grand deal and uh 15 grand fee and he dropped out. It's Friday, he drops out, he meant to start on the Monday. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. It took me about a month to get over it and then I think it it's roughly around about the same time I started to reading stuff but just coincidental kind of I think um, but then I started reading all these things about like you're in control of your own destiny and I read the Tony Robbins like, Waking Giant yeah theme. that's a banger it's just, like, it was a big book to start reading but yeah.
0: um, I actually started that was one of the first few books I read when I started oh, really? reading again yeah generally no bullshit yeah Mate, honestly I think that that's that's enough for me and I think a lot of people get a lot of value out of that I've spoke about it before like for me I think what, what helped me early on was that because I've been sort of went through my own journey and I sort of by when I was in recruitment I was sort of meditating and I was very comfortable with like being accountable but also I was very aware that well I got better at it because it was difficult at first but when you realize actually like yeah you like control the controllables right it's very sound advice but yeah, if you can if you can have that failure on Friday and actually not let that affect you, yeah, yeah. and like you're still being productive and doing the right things, like that's going to give you an edge over your competitor because yeah. like there's going to be a very 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 high chance that they're going to let that ruin yeah. their day.
2: And the thing is, well, if I'm like leading a group of guys, you know, I've got a mm. team of five, maybe six people, and I, I have a candidate or a client withdraw a job offer yeah. or something, and I start getting all stroppy and acting like a bit of a teenager, I can't then manage. That them, doesn't and lead set the them. standard. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just focus. Forget about what you can't control. Not, yeah. Maybe not forget about it, but really double down on what you can control. Yeah, and I really like really that. And, I that. Think,
0: and then I think that ties into being accountable as well, doesn't yeah. it? It's like, okay, so I can't, well, parts of that I could control, like what did I miss? Yeah. What can I learn from that? And start asking those questions is, is really sound advice, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like that, mate. And then, yeah, the last thing then, like for me, I'm thinking if I was growing a team, like I know it's important and you know it is, like how do you
2: try, like obviously you say that every day, but like how do you try and instill that in your guys? What do you do, like, um, do you know what I mean? I, lead, I try to lead by example yeah so that's I, you know, try not to wear my emotions on my sleeve yeah uh, you know try to just be calm and collected and then like you know when they throw a strop and they, they, you know they do they're sales yeah, guys are yeah, yeah, get about yeah, yeah. stuff just so try and relate back to it just be like look like you know are we Upping in control of this yeah, can yeah, we control yeah, this yeah, yeah. are you going to let it ruin your day and then just try and snap them back to what we're actually doing with the task in hand um, yeah. or fair or enough or the, you know the classic one they just throw their toys out of the pram but have you spoken to the candidate yet yeah. no but he's not going to go and like call him and then Charlie for example is quite a funny story like very very short version No, he's like oh yeah this guy's not going to go and he's very relaxed Charlie so he's like oh he's not going to go to the interview I was like oh, what okay he's like yeah he just told me he's not going to go I was like have you have you said anything he's like no no he just said he were not going to go so call him calling back up and you find out why and I have a conversation with him. <laughs> oh, I hate that when your manager guys call him back. Yeah. <laughs> so when you so miss I was that I was at time. Oh, no. And uh, so he called me back. Look, I'm I'm not the kind of guy where I think like I hammer everyone, but if I think there's a need to yeah, challenge yeah, someone course, I'll challenge course, them. It, it, the, the only time I'll probably ever get annoyed is if someone if I genuinely think it's the most amazing opportunity and someone's not gonna go forward with it. Yeah. I genuinely like, what are you doing? Like, I'm clueless. But anyway, Charlie called this candidate back, gets off the phone, was back, yeah, he's going. Like, why didn't he want to go? He's like, oh, he's had something to do with this, it was something trivial. He went in he got the job it was, oh, his, it was his first classic. placement You're like see <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and it's good when you have these examples and it makes it a lot easier because then yeah. like otherwise i'm always talking about my success stories i did this i did that but yeah, when you yeah, actually yeah. can tell them to do something they actually it works then yeah, that's, that's, that's the class. best way
0: all right two two last things mate yeah before we wrap up it's gone quite quick in that yeah, two last things i'm um, talking about myself <laughs> <laughs> so um last thing because i think i mean you you've, you spoke quite a lot about it but definitely there'll be people listening that um, might be new to management they might be in it um, they might be thinking about it these things like obviously just straight to the point like what are the some because you mentioned earlier about those three hours that you have is there anything mm-hmm. else in that management piece that people could really benefit from if they're currently um, building and managing a team whilst still billing which is obviously extremely difficult and yeah, you've yeah. managed to keep your billings and improve your billings but what yeah what are the things around the management piece
2: that's sort of worth talking about um yeah i'd do a little plug for andy mm. yeah i'd get i'd get involved with a third party trainer someone like, andy I said so. yeah. like that literally changed my entire pr- approach it was just really? having like a bit of a manual to go to and having that but i'd say the main thing is just front load the time you spend with people yeah so if you're going to spend time with them spend time with them don't yeah. like do it while you're on your phone yeah, or yeah, yeah doing okay. something else um Ask, don't tell. It's one of the things that Andy teaches. Yeah. So when they ask for answers, don't tell them the answer. They know Ooh. the answer, so ask them. So what do you think? Get out, out of them. Yeah. So what would you do in this instance? What we've done previously, and then try and get that. It's quite funny because now Billy will be like, I know what you're going to say, and I don't know the answer. So <laughs> you just tell me. I want your expert advice. So yeah, I know yeah, you do yeah. know the answer. Um, and as well, just like just allow people to to take the risk and like maybe not do it perfectly. So yeah. like you know, just crack, let them crack on and maybe make mistakes. Yeah. Um, and then longer term, they're going to be a lot, you know, less.
0: Relying on clingy you.
2: Clingy to you. Things, yeah, reliable to, uh, on you, yeah. Nice,
0: mate. Okay. And then the last thing I wanted to um, speak about, it might be one more question I want to ask you, but obviously you, like, if I look at sort of your um, LinkedIn and stuff, yeah. like, you've got a huge network. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I know obviously we spoke about it and I've tried to encourage you and stuff, but, like, sort of do more content online and stuff like that. Yep. Like what, what's your whole view on that? Cause obviously it sounds like you went through obviously smashing the phones. Yep. Then you saw this other guy that was billing loads. It wasn't smashing the phones. Yep. And then now it seems like you've sort of got your own approach, but obviously like, yeah, what's been your journey on that? And like, how, how has that evolved for you from a sort of creating content for yourself, personal branding stuff? Cause I feel like you sort of get that. And
2: yeah, definitely. I think, I used to believe in LinkedIn because the whole passive candidate thing. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't anymore, but I mean, that was why I hit it so hard. I used to message people because I'd always get candidates that no one else had in the office and Really, else.
0: And that was, you just hit LinkedIn hard?
2: Yeah. Like I message everyone. I've got like 30,000 connections. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've maxed out and most of them are relevant. There's a few irrelevant yeah, people. Yeah. Um, and how
0: did you grow that? Literally like manually connecting with these people?
2: Yeah, I obviously use a few tools. Yeah, back yeah in the day. fair mm, enough. Not loud anymore, but fair enough. Uh, yeah, but mainly I was up to about twenty five thousand before I even started using the tools. And stuff, yeah, but yeah. I'd put up a search, go home, and add like max out how many people I could add. Message them, add them, when they come back to me. I'd add them, message yeah, yeah. them back, or
0: and are you are you messaging these people going straight in for the kill, straight up? No, I said like uh, let's have a, let's have a coffee. No, no, not <laughs> that, not that <laughs> long. No,
2: I would literally like look, you know you. are not this colloquial you know your skills look quite good for a role I'm recruiting on it'd be good to connect if you're not looking then no worries good to connect for the future and then if they come back then when they accept I'd send them a message Mm. I'd be quite guilty here be like a standard template but like yeah thanks for connecting but it'd always be a role specific to them so okay
0: so you'd always tell them about a job straight
2: up yeah pretty much it's quite ironic because now I definitely wouldn't do that that's mad Um, that's what i mean and i i think i got a lot of success out of it like one that's year i think enough. like 50 percent of my billions was from linkedin fair so i was a massive advocate that's fair but enough. then now um like since we've been talking yeah. i haven't been doing nowhere near as much content as i should but there's a few weeks where i hit it hard i was going from holiday so i slowed down a bit but before the holiday i was yeah. doing like two videos a week yeah and uh the great thing is i've got a big connection so i'm getting like 25 20 yeah, 25, yeah, yeah. Views that's already. what i mean I'm that's... Getting a lot of engagement and i should do such so oh. weird like first fee uh, first placement which i can directly say that was from, from that post. The, yeah that's This guy commented right. on the post yeah we started chatting and there's a couple of others who got an interview so yeah. I think it's a big thing I think like for me I'm very much about like I said earlier minimum input maximum output yeah, yeah. so if I can reach out to X hundreds of, of people yeah you're never gonna be able
0: to do that on the phone or no, amount, exactly. those amount of meetings in one yeah, day yeah. and Fair I love being behind the camera
2: I actually did when you? we first started talking about it, I was oh shit, I'm gonna have to do video soon yeah and yeah. I never did and then the first day I did it I'm like walk to the office looking around like everyone's feeling a bit of a plonker yeah. and then a couple of days later I'm like I'm doing a video I actually love it. It's weird, that's quite, I mean, look, I mean,
0: I'm really open with like the first video I did was like, I was like so stiff and like it's grim, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. took about 30 times to do it, but yeah. like anything, you just get better at it and you build confidence and these things. I think just to add on what you said, I think if I watch your videos and um, my perception, and this is what I'm finding as well with a lot of people, is like what you do well is like B. James, if you get what I mean, yeah, so like yeah. you've sort of done that through. Sharing people like what your plans are and like, look, this is yeah. why I want to do build more relationship with you. I'm building a team, da da, da for my progression. And people probably l- do a lot of that. They be personal in the meetings on yeah. the phone, but and then they don't, they they don't, they're not personal online. Yeah, that's yeah. where everyone's missing a trick. So if yeah. I think the things that do the best on LinkedIn from myself and these things like. Like, for example, me putting a post out, starting my own business, like that, that gets loads of traction because people respect that and it's really personal. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, likewise, your videos, like, I think you come, you, you sort of just be James, if you get what I mean. And, like, I think anyone listening that wants to start, like, that is generally my best advice with this always. Like, just, just actually put people connect with a person, people connect with James, so give them James. Yeah. Does that make sense? And it's easier said than done, but that's the secret to it. Like, well, I think, like,
2: I I over, a complicated massively yeah. like we've been talking about it for months and then yeah, I started yeah. doing it and I come back from a meeting and in the meeting the client spoke about X. I can't remember what it was I was about like an inspirational leader yeah, yeah. and uh, I did a video on it me and Jack which walking back from the meeting just yeah, yeah. like a video of myself walking through Morgay yeah. and uh, people started DMing me about it started messaging me I was like really? beforehand you don't really necessarily think people aren't going to listen you don't think they're going to listen that much you know? yeah, yeah. and I, one guy uh, Malcolm I've known him for years he's like comments on everything like yeah keep up the good work keep yeah. up the content like beforehand, you didn't think anyone would ever comment on it's it. It's mad, weird. isn't it? It's is mad. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. But um, mate, that's that. Um, I love the fact that you're getting some wins off it, and I think um, keep it up, mate. Oh,
2: thank you for me. it Um,
0: so look, basically, James. Um, a question I always like to ask. I think I'm actually gonna start changing these and actually ask like new questions at the oh, end, okay. like five five questions. But like quick basic questions, or yeah, basically yeah, some yeah, quick yeah. five questions. But basically, the question I always do like to say, mate, is like obviously if you could. Um, if you could communicate to every single recruit out there they'd listen to James Dean like they'd implement your advice tomorrow what what springs to mind it could be a phrase a word what do you say oh what
2: I said earlier um, what yeah there's things you can control things you can't control That'd just double down on what you can't control yeah, uh, what you can control yeah, on,
0: sorry I, I forgot to ask actually what um, mate great advice I think um, what I wanted to say was um, before we finish what's, what's going on in uh, your world that you're excited about I forgot to ask sorry
2: would you normally ask us at the beginning or no
0: nah, as in like just at the end oh right okay yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> when you say i forgot to ask no no nah, nah, as in i as in i haven't forgot i just normally i do normally i'd just ask you that question at the end yeah yeah. But yeah. And then um i normally before that say tell me about your life james what's going on so <laughs> fill us in mate what, what's the latest what, what are you excited about i
2: guess um yeah at the moment like business is obviously crazy yeah. like, at the moment it's mainly work related okay. um yeah i'm just doubling down on work with with I'm on a road to directorship at the moment, hopefully. What does that if, mean? Oh, road so to directorship, I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So by yeah. the end of the year, hopefully, if I do, Ooh, if I do well, that's I will become a director.
0: That's exciting. Yeah. Getting close to that Audi R8, mate.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's funny, because like I said earlier, I do drive, so <laughs> <laughs> put it on the off-street parking, and just <laughs> get loads of photos for Instagram. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much that, mate. Like, I'm just, yeah, the work's really crazy busy at the moment, which yeah. is exciting. Um, it's quite boring, really. Mm. I wish I had more to tell you. Fair uh, enough, mate. Not recruiting for your team. Pardon? You yeah, we are actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we've got yeah. So we've got um, a chap we interviewed today, hopefully. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, f- uh, at the moment it's just like just pulling roles for fun. And so really, it's, it's just that's like, exciting. It's, yeah, it's really good. But I'm I'm keen to hire people for for the team yeah. as a business. I think we're we're already looking at new offices because we're nearly maxed out.
1: Nice. Um, exciting. So yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's exciting, good. mate. It's good.
0: Well, look, thanks for your time, mate. It's been Thank a pleasure. You. Thank good you. Good
2: to finally do this. Cheers, mate.